0: Hi, I'm Ken. And I'm Dee. And with us today is special guest Hannah. Hello again. You may remember Hannah from our historical costuming episode, our our Flag Means Death episode, and our previous episode on the Sailor's Word book. Hell yeah. Am I a regular? Yeah. Oh Returning guest star. Welcome to official friend of the show status. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> This is like when one of my friends named an NPC in their actual play podcast after me. <laughs> That's such a high honor. I don't think we could ever give you that level of fame, but goddamn it, we'll try. <laughs> Ugh, the ultimate, the ultimate honor. We will work so hard to get to that level. <laughs> And we will do it by reading the next entry in The Sailor's Word Book, which is an alphabetical digest of nautical terms, including some more especially military and scientific, but useful to seamen, as well as archaisms of early voyagers, etc. by the late Admiral W.H. Smith with a Y, published in 1867. You guys ever wonder what the etc. is? Like, who else is this relevant to? I've always wondered what the etc. is. 21st century boat (laughs) gays. That's got to be it. He saw he glimpsed into the future and saw Ken he knew he knew and he, and he was like for that man, I've got to do this. <laughs> this is for you buddy who I saw in a dream once. this is so important to him <laughs> for all future terror fans. this is for you <laughs> <laughs> And we are on the letter N beginning with to nail the, Well that's a T in there so let me stop well, you right there. <laughs> sorry nail, comma 2. <laughs> All right, thank you. Now I'm happy. I really hope that this is like ye oldie nailed it. Like I hope that's the actual context. Oh. <laughs> That would in fact be tight as hell. To nail is colloquially used for binding a person to a bargain. In weighing articles of food, a nail is eight pounds. Wait, huh. so like he- What? <laughs> like a handshake? <laughs> kind of? Okay. He struck a deal, so uh, you nailed him? Yes. <laughs> Boy, would the context of that change after a while. <laughs> Boy, this is gonna be really funny in like a hundred years. <laughs> oh no nake naked let me finish that for you yeah you forgot a letter n-a-k-e exclamation point nake it sounds like someone is trying to say snake but they're too afraid to finish the word (laughs) or start it (laughs) (laughs) or start it properly it's pronounced nakey ken yeah please say it correctly (laughs) it should have a y on the end yeah snakey jakey have some respect It might be because the definition is the old word to unsheath swords or make them naked. <laughs> oh well, that's just silly. We won't have any silliness here in our Sailor's Word book, thank you. Absolutely not. This is a serious <laughs> podcast for adults. <laughs> It's also just a terrible word. Like if I am trying to think of sounds that will carry far in the context of a bunch of wind, a bunch of water, a bunch of dudes yelling, nake is like it's not nearly as legible from a distance as draw which presumably means the same thing like i understand why we stopped using this cuz it's bad <laughs> because it's stupid and also dumb it's bad and you should feel bad nancy oh well well she shouldn't be here get her we don't have to say slurs on this podcast yeah oh my god <laughs> It is an East Country term for a small lobster. Oh, that's adorable. What? <laughs> that's really cute. That's so fucking cute. Just got a net full of Nancys. Oh, <laughs> uh, never mind. It's a, I love it. Yeah, I retract my previous statement. Yeah, I, I retract my previous joke. It's cute as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Approved. Next. Nancy Dawson. That's a bigger crab. A lobster. Not quite. (laughs) It's a lobster that you know a little more formally, so you have to use their last name. (laughs) It is a popular air by which seamen were summoned to grog. A popular... What? Air? Like... Which... Oh, like a song. Oh, Like instead of ringing the dinner bell or the grog bell, as it were, you'd start belting out the old Nancy Dawson and hope that your boys heard and came for, came for the party. Oh, so it was just like yelling din din, but for sailors. Right, and you'd sing a whole song, apparently, which again, less efficient, <laughs> but more fun. Is it based on the term for lobster? As far as I could find, no. That is the full definition given in the Sailor's Wordbook, so I did supplement with wikipedia who told me that the tune is named for the 18th century dancing stage sensation nancy dawson the ballad in her honor is attributed to George Alexander Stevens, and it appears in Patrick O'Brien's Aubrey-Maturin novels, both as the name of one of the cannons aboard the HMS Surprise and as the song piping the sailors to grog. Wow! Because of course. Oh, so sailors just really loved this one starlet. I mean, apparently she could dance like no one had ever danced before. Does it have lyrics? Do we have like an audio track? Yeah, but we cannot play for copyright reasons. <laughs> I mean, I guarantee it is not copyrighted at this. Point point the original ballad is not copyrighted but any recorded performance probably is is the thing oh that's right that's how that works break us off a piece ken yeah could you sing it for us i'm not fucking singing (laughs) i'm nancy dawson and i'm here to say it's time to drink frog in a major way (laughs) i will google and spoken word the lyrics for you how's that will that suffice If you like grog, get on this boat, and if you don't, you don't have my vote. (laughs) The Ballad of Nancy Dawson Of all the girls in our town, the red, the black, the fair, the brown, that dance and prance it up and down, there's none like Nancy Dawson. Her easy mien, her shape so neat, she foots, she trips, she looks so sweet, her every motion so complete, I die for Nancy Dawson. Oh my god. (laughs) Alright, okay, so Nancy Dawson's the MVP. It really is just that she danced so fucking nice that people were like, I would take a fucking bullet for you, Nance. (laughs) Was there no task to obstruct the way, no shutter old, no house so gay, a bet of 50 pounds I'd lay that I gained Nancy Dawson. Now hang on. See how the opera takes a run, exceeding Hamlet, Lear, and Lunn, though in it there would be no fun, was not for Nancy Dawson. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> These guys were like, I do not care about the cultural relevance of whatever is playing, but I need to see Miss Dawson's leggies. Thank you so much. I gotta see Miss Dawson Miss Dawson trip a little trap, you know? Exactly. Her charming mean or whatever. Though Beard and Brent charm every night, and female peachums justly right, and Filch and Lockett please the sight, tis kept by Nancy Dawson. I pray that I never find out what female peachums (laughs) i pray i never find out what that entire stanza means i never want to know those are those are uh actors they're actors okay none of them are capitalized well it's not actors like oh this is my famous actor female peachum (laughs) moving on god willing from nancy dawson we have (laughs) can't imagine why to naufragiate. Whoa! Well, that's... If you need to fragiate, and then you gotta <laughs> undo it. You gotta naufragiate. N-A-U-F-R-A-G-I-A-T-E. Naufragiate. God, I don't know any of the root words that go into this. <laughs> it's because they were invented by drunk dudes. <laughs> I can't even guess at this one, and that's genuinely saying something. <laughs> It is an old expression meaning to suffer shipwreck. Oh. (laughs) Jeez. What? (laughs) An incredible question. I have no answer. Like, I believe it, but at the same time, it's like, why? Why would you say it like that? Why would you do any of this? Why would you say that? <laughs> Did you hear about old, old salty who got nefragiated last week? Ugh, uh, it sounds like something teenagers would say to mean something gross. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Navies. Oh, those are the blue people. Those are the blue people from Avatar, James Cameron's Avatar. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, they're different. They're different blue peoples. It doesn't Navi. it, It refers to like a sailor, right? Close. It is the vigorous laborers employed in cutting canals, railroads, or riverworks in temporary gangs. Short for navigator. Sorry, did I say cunning canals? Cutting canals. Oh, <laughs> the canals are <were>, like outsmarting <laughs> us over here. I mean, they are, but unrelated. Darn sneaky little canals. I am a little surprised that Dee did not recognize this, considering how the navvies are depicted as a near constant threat to the social order in Return to Cranford. Our number one Christmas movie. Oh, so my secret is that I did recognize it. I just really wanted to get that fucking James Cameron joke out. <laughs> that's even sadder. You threw yourself on the sword of the bit. And I was like, I, I'll risk looking stupid to make this joke work. <laughs> that's, that's so much Saturday. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine, actually. I'm getting kickbacks from, uh, from Jamie Cameron himself, so. <laughs> Jimmy C? Which, which one of us is really winning? <laughs> Oh, okay. Can we borrow his submarine to go look at the Wreck of the Terror? Yeah, sure. He, I Hold on, let me get him on the horn. <laughs> or we can just borrow his private jet and fly to that water park in Hungary or whatever the hell that has the actual prop from the movie no <laughs> or the show. <laughs> oh, do we want to see the actual historical boat or do we want to see the boards trod by Tobias Menzies? I mean... To be fair, the risk of death is a lot lower at the water park. You say that, and yet, Well, that's true. Yeah, they also charge admission and you don't have to be a scientist to go all right well let me call up jamie cam and uh (laughs) nay word that's when you're not going in any particular direction yeah it just boat says no (laughs) boat said boat said no (laughs) sorry boys it is spelled n-a-y hyphen w-o-r-d if that helps oh that means shut up (laughs) i don't want to hear any words (laughs) it genuinely sounds like nay is no and then word is a direction so it's it feels like directionless It really ought to be, but it is instead the old term for the watchword, parole, or countersign. Huh. Huh. Well. So like a password or a response to a password that proves you know what the password is? Oh, a shibboleth. A shibboleth. Ish. Ish. I don't know that pronunciation is so key in this particular scenario. Huh. Yes. Neat. Neat. (laughs) I just think they're neat. (laughs) I just think they're neat. N-E-A-P-E-D. Neaped. Oh, I was like, I think it means not in education, employment, or training. No! <laughs> Wait, Ken, spell it again? N-E-A-P-E-D. Oh, neeped. Oh, neeped. Oh, fuck, I used to know this one. Did you really? Yeah, because I, I remember reading it and being like, what a fun word. I must know what it is. Full of turnips. <laughs> It is the situation of a ship which within a bar harbor is left aground on the spring tides that she cannot go to sea or be floated off till the return of the next spring tides. Yes, I fucking knew that, but I didn't know how to say it. (laughs) oh you didn't know how to say a boat that's been luffed by the spring tides i didn't know you amateur (laughs) i i remembered it as being like temporarily grounded okay yeah why didn't you say temporarily grounded because i didn't have any confidence and i didn't want to seem even dumber after that james cameron bit (laughs) (laughs) believe in yourself you have a moderately successful antiques broadcast you've got this (laughs) Progcast. <laughs> We've got to have some progressive guitar over the back of it to call it that. Call Chris. Call Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my progcast. <sighs> you say that, I feel like D would unironically start a progcast. See, I would, but only if people didn't make me talk about it like the way music people talk about it. Wait, how do music people talk about it? Uh, they always talk about, like, tremolos. And, always! <laughs> Never shut up about the tremolos, these guys! are <laughs> And arpeggios and <laughs> guitars. So to recap, so you just want to be like, this jam's good anyway. I want to talk about it like, I want to talk about like, oh, and that part in that song when it goes a meadly, meadly, meedly. That's That's how I want to be talking. I think that would go a long way to making music communication more accessible, and I think you should do it. Also funny. (laughs) (laughs) Because we've got a friend who's very into music and music theory. We have several. (laughs) He showed me a video. Well, he got tons, yeah. He showed me a video where they were, like, just casually making a joke about, like, oh, the pizzicato, and they all laughed. And I was like, huh? What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, God. So yeah, uh, let me know if you want a music podcast for dummies who don't know how to play instruments. Neptune's goblets. That's the ocean right there. (laughs) His goblets, though. That sounds like it's maybe some kind of barnacle or something, or something with a cup shape, but from from the sea. Oh, or like a sailor's balls? No, (laughs) gross. (laughs) Those are Neptune's goblets right there. Hannah had the right track with the large cup-shaped sponges found in the eastern seas. (laughs) Yes! Oh, that's adorable. I love that. I'm sorry I made it gross. (laughs) (laughs) How could you on this good Christian podcast? (laughs) God's most wholesome podcast. Absolutely. Neptune's most wholesome podcast. There we go. Neptune's Sheep. Wait, oh, th- uh, ooh, please, please tell me this is those those nudibranchs that look like little sheepies. I wish to God it were. It's some kind of sea creature, though. I've definitely heard this. It's some kind of fish beast. I wish to God both of you were correct, but no, it is instead waves breaking into foam called white horses. Oh, uh, that's cute too, though. Well, are they horses or are they sheep? I guess I'm not too disappointed since that, that imagery is still cute. It is extremely cute. But yeah, I had always heard of them as white horses but not not sheeps what is a sheep but a white horse (laughs) uh yeah but if you haven't if you have if you're not um extremely obsessed with different kinds of sea mollusks like i am oh do yourself a favor and google the leaf slug or leaf nudibranch it's the cutest goddamn thing they look like little bunnies yeah they look like little leafy sheeps (laughs) they're just little critters they're so cute new act. Well, that's when the old act just got off stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I genuinely don't have anything for this one that's that's that would be my best guess. It is the going on shore without leave, and which though thus termed new is an old trick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that feels like it'd be very funny if I were a sailor in, in the 18th century. <laughs> If I were a sailor in the 1860s, that would be the sickest burn I'd heard all my life. That would be so funny. <laughs> the oldest form of joke, just saying something that's the opposite of the thing that it is. <laughs> the next one's gonna be like, oh, it's how sailors say psych. <laughs> <laughs> Nip cheese. <laughs> oh. oh, that's uh, that's what I do when it's midnight and I get a little bit of shredded <laughs> cheese from the bag. Need just a little nip. Getting a little nip of cheese. <laughs> what the reddies do in the hold. It is the sailor's name for a purser's steward. Oh, okay. So presumably with the implication that he's like he's in charge of managing the food, but he's also probably skimming a little off the top for himself. Exactly. He's nipping some cheese. He's nippling. Nipper That's who's nibbling the cheese. Oh, it's just a little guy. <laughs> Nipper is like a young, a young person. Oh, baby crab, is it baby crab? <gasps> oh. Oh, I really wish it was a baby crab. No, it is a (laughs) hammock with so little bedding as to be unfit for stowing in the nettings. Oh, really? It sounds uncomfy. I don't like it. I could have sworn I've heard, like, old British men refer to children as little nippers. Same. I've definitely heard that, yeah. Are you an old British man? Write in, podcast at (laughs) gmail.com. Are you free on Sunday? Can we hang out on Sunday when you are free? Yeah, can we fucking- can we chill? <laughs> no how ish Is that a place in Canada? <laughs> it sounds like a town name in Canada. Spelled N-O hyphen H-O-W-I-S-H. It sounds like they're trying to call someone a know-it-all, but they don't know how ish <laughs> or like not anybody not know how like someone who says stuff is impossible Ooh. Ooh, it is qualmy feeling an approaching ailment without being able to describe the symptoms oh feeling no howish right, i'm gonna start using that yeah that's super useful because that is like you're off somehow but no howish yeah it feels like nicer somehow <laughs> yeah i like it Northwest Passage.
1: <laughs> uh, wow.
0: For just one time, <laughs> boy, howdy, did that fuck a few, a few people up, huh? <laughs> Sorry, the spirit of Stan Rogers just uh, possessed me. I've actually heard you have to let you have to let Stan Rogers into your body, or you get sick. <laughs> you get no howish. You get no howish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You have to let Stan Rogers in uh, if you're going to successfully navigate the Northwest Passage. Oh, legitimately, I actually was looking up cruises that transverse (laughs) the Northwest Passage because for normal reasons, you were looking for that particular cruise. (laughs) I have a (laughs) mental illness. (laughs) I don't know that scurvy's a mental illness. It's a a mental illness called good taste. (laughs) They do cost, like, several Gs. Like, many, many, many Gs, unfortunately. Oh my god, yeah. Did you also just start looking them up just now? I just googled it, because I- God damn it! I I would love (laughs) to (laughs) fucking- No, it looks so sick, but it's like $10,000. And I was like, oh god, is there some way that I could- figure out a research project that I could get onto this boat for free. <laughs> yeah, like, the Viking one goes, like, most, they have stops in Greenland for, like, food and stuff, too. So, like, that's fucking sweet. Yeah, I mean, it would be gorgeous. Just tell them you need to make your fanfic have more veracity. Like, they'll let you <laughs> I'm just... on, I'm sure. Oh, God. And yeah, I, sorry, I just, we're big nerds because I just looked at the, the route and it goes, it is last sighted in Baffin Bay. Except <laughs> <laughs> ah! so for those... For those of us who've never heard the Stan Rogers song or anything else about the Northwest goddamn Passage, we're referencing the first season of AMC's cult classic, The Terror, a horror series about Victorians trying to find the Northwest Passage. Spoiler alert, it doesn't go well. It is the sea route through the Arctic from Europe to Asia. So as opposed to going overland. Or around Cape Horn in the Southern Hemisphere. Or around Cape Horn. Yeah, exactly. In the Sailor's Word Book, the Northwest Passage is defined as, By Hudson's Bay into the Pacific Ocean has been more than once attempted of late years, but hitherto without success. Bear in mind, he's writing in 1867. Oh my, I... I, Sorry, I was just so taken in by the fact that it hadn't happened yet in this book. (laughs) Some greatly doubted the practicability of such an enterprise, but the Northwest Passage, as far as relates to the flow of the sea beneath the ice, was satisfactorily solved by the HMS investigator, Sir R. McClure, reaching the western end of Barrow Straits. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hell yeah. Do you need me to leave in the page turn? Yes, I, I need that. <laughs> okay furious rustling. The former question up to Melville Island, which Sir R. McClure reached and left his notice at in 1852, having been already thoroughly established by Sir E. Perry in 1820. Note that they make no mention of the Franklin Expedition, the subject of the AMC hit series The Terror. Well, because, frankly put, they didn't make it. Oh yeah, they were a national (laughs) embarrassment by that point. We could ill call it solved at that stage. I think in 67... God, I... Okay, I'm gonna get fact-checked, like, to hell and back on my Discord if any of them hear this, but, um... (laughs) And you should be linking them to this episode. Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. Um... (laughs) Edmund's gonna peel me Lord (laughs) Do you want us to take a Google break? Edmund will not have the satisfaction of peeling today. Okay, so according to Google and Royal Museum's Greenwich, the actual ships were abandoned 1848, but I think by the late 60s, most of the furious searching sponsored by Lady Jane would have died down because the Navy didn't want to keep throwing money at it. And then it just became a fun mysterious disappearance case. Except if literally anyone had listened to the Inuit that were interviewed around the time of the disappearance, they would have known not even just what happened to the expedition, but also exactly where to find the ships. (laughs) Yup. But no. Yeah. Fucking classic British Navy. (laughs) <laughs> Too racist to get out of their own way. The area that the ships were found was literally named in the local language what directly translated to a boat is there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine fucking up that bad. <laughs> right like i guess we'll never find it it's just you go through all the trouble of contacting these people saying hey have you seen any of our guys what happened to them And they're like oh yeah here are your guys here's exactly what happened to them here's the last time we saw them and here's when we expect to see them again and they were like well you're not white so you must be incorrect yeah, anyway huh. back to the boats right <laughs> they're actually a white guy boat place uh, if you want to go look <laughs> <laughs> if you're interested could be nothing god Okay, so there were two expeditions between 1860 and 69. I'm on Wikipedia now, I've fully lost the plot, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But if you would like a fictionalized account of the lost Franklin expedition, we heartily recommend losing your entire mind to the first season of AMC's The Terror. Fully indoors. Completely indoors. Nothing off. Please keep your clothes on. <laughs> that's, when, that's when absolutely nothing in the store is on sale. <laughs> you take out a big double page ad in the local paper to let everyone know. Shit is full price, honey. Nothing is off. <laughs> Premium. It is a term used by the man at the comm to the steersman, directing him to keep her close to the wind, or nothing off and very well thus. God, I'm so glad I'm not a sailor. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know, like, jargon exists in every industry, but I just can't imagine hearing those words and not immediately being like, what? (laughs) Excuse me? Good question, boss, what the fuck? Yeah, (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) number well I, I think he, is this is a trick question you need more help than we can give if you need this one the number on the ship's books is marked on the clothing of seamen that on a man's hammock or bag corresponds with his number on the watch and station bill oh like in curse of the Oberdin return of the Oberdin yes whatever. It was pretty cursed too. (laughs) Wait, so would it be an individual number or would it be divided up into like they'd be in groups? It would be an individual number. So when you sign aboard a ship, your name would go in the logbook. And there would be a number next to your name, and that would be just your number on the boat. That number is on your bag, that number is on your hammock, that number is on your clothes. Okay. And that number determines – I'm assuming it goes into some kind of lottery that determines when you go on watch. Got it. I am really surprised that with the amount of boat media I've consumed, I've never seen, like, a caricature of a shitty captain referring to people by their number. <laughs> Ooh, I feel like that would almost be harder than remembering their actual names, because which guy the number corresponded to would change with every voyage. That's true. That's true. Also, I mean, shot in the dark, half of them are named John, so... Also that, yeah. (laughs) Losing the number of the mess. What? (laughs) Forgetting when dinner is. It is a phrase for dying suddenly, being killed or drowned. Oh, oh. Because now a number corresponding to a guy is missing from your mess. Oh. Oh, that's really sad. That is really sad. Jeez. Welcome to our Antiques Comedy Podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Nurse. Uh, hello, nurse. <laughs> what you got to do when your messmate's sick, nurse him back to health. Tenderly mop his brow. Tenderly, on screen, in 4K. Yes. It is an able first lieutenant who in former times had charge of a young boy captain of interest, but possessing no knowledge for command. Oh, so like, he's like the regent, essentially, but they like jokingly call him like, oh, you're his babysitter, even though he outranks you. Exactly, it's presumably short for nursemaid, also known as a babysitter for a baby captain. Wait, that's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) It's really cute. This kid's been promoted without merit, <laughs> but we're too fucking British to question it, so we're just gonna give him a competent lieutenant and hope for the best. Right, you're this... <laughs> <laughs> You're this resentful older guy's problem now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? And he keeps calling you Papa. <laughs> you know the guy we should have promoted to Captain over you. Yeah, um, anyway. <laughs> oh, he's no. just supporting it, and I'm sure this will cause no problems. Oh, jeez. That feels like it's got a lot of literary potential. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> that feels like it's got a lot of pornographic potential. No, D, no! Wait no, Tina, <laughs> we were gonna, you know, what's her face Dawson around it, but you had to go there. <laughs> what's her face Dawson? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna Jenny Dawson around it. <laughs> nuts of an anchor. <laughs> I love that anchor so goddamn much. <laughs> Why I'm nuts of that anchor? <laughs> <laughs> Is it? I mean, nuts and bolts very close it is two projections either raised or welded onto the square part of the shank for securing the stock to its place wow. all right that said i don't have any confidence that it wasn't named for its resemblance to a certain part of anatomy yeah oh does it look like it i mean well it's too symmetrical it's two projections on one end of a long shank <laughs> Why I didn't pick up on that for some reason. These dirty dogs. And with that, we conclude the end chapter of the Sailor's Word book. Wow. <laughs> what a note to end on. One of these days, I am confident we will get through an entire chapter without being juvenile. <laughs> but it is not today. Ken, do you really think that that's what the sailors of yore would want? I feel like they're looking at us from their great hammocks in the sky and nodding approvingly every time we make a dick joke. God, I hope so. I think so as well. Just like I would do with me (laughs) matey. They wouldn't want us to Jenny Dawson around the point, you know? (laughs) Nancy. (laughs) Nancy Dawson around the point. As much as they loved that girl. We could never do it like she done it. Ain't nobody do it like she done it. Amen. Pour one out for my girl, Nancy. My girl, Nancy. She out there. We out here. Damn. Love forever, Nancy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picturing you doing the like K-pop part with your fingers. (laughs) I'm doing that and I'm pouring out a 40 ounce. (laughs) 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 Well, thank you for joining us, Hannah. This has been, as ever, a wild ride. (laughs) My god, absolutely. Anytime. (laughs) Thank you for giving me the opportunity to go die on the Northwest Passage. (laughs) You are so welcome, and genuinely, like, keep me posted if you find any cheaper ones. <laughs> Although, I'm sure, like- Yeah, I'm like, so- I'm gonna poke around. I'm sure it costs that much for, like, not dying reasons, but, you know. I feel like if I can ever get my plan to commandeer the Charles W. Morgan off the ground, we will have a sweet ride out of Massachusetts and through the Northwest Passage. Let's go, guys. Let's do it. Related, do you know anyone who knows how to sail a tall ship? No! <laughs> mm, i could find somebody with um flexible morals oh you know what actually i do know i know a guy in Ohio. oh okay there we go that's incredible he used to do trebuchets at the renaissance fair oh that's a hundred percent our guy then yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> hannah do you want people to find you and if so where can they you'll <laughs> <laughs> never take me alive You can find my artwork at havercampinc.tumblr.com. For those of you not in the know, Hannah did that one daddy's special boy comic about the terror. (laughs) Don't say it like that without a context. (laughs) (laughs) No, leave it like that. No context required. So the terror fans will be like, yeah, hell yeah. And the people who don't know (laughs) what we're talking about is going to be like... "Mm Hannah did the comic about how Captain Crozier clearly favors his steward over his lieutenant. Yes. Is that better? (laughs) It's fine. It's less weird, yeah, for sure. Slightly less weird, slightly more context. I mean, it's probably a sort of weird comic. Anyway, I make jokes sometimes, and I really should post art more often. But, hell yeah. Yeah. You and me both. Dog, <laughs> it's so hard. All three of us talking and everyone listening should frankly post art more often. Yeah. So if you've never made art before, I that still stands. You should learn to make art and then post. It's part of the human condition. You know what? These sailors on these on these ships were carving whale teeth and stuff and doing little embroideries so you can make art what's your excuse you're not even on a boat you know i've actually been getting into embroidery again and i think it's because ken has been talking about boat stuff so often hell yes (laughs) because my co-host won't shut the goddamn hell up about ships well i said it politer than that (laughs) let the record stand the hyperfixation has seized him (laughs) poseidon calls Gonna go chug from Neptune's goblets. Bye, boys. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to suggest episode topics or just say hello, you can email us directly, antiquesfreakspodcast at gmail.com. You can post in our Facebook group, Antiques Freaks Friends, or you can tag us on Tumblr, antiquesfreaks.tumblr.com. If you would like to listen to deleted scenes or listen to our special bonus episode presentation of the Victorian Penny Dreadful Varian the Vampire, you can hit up our Patreon at patreon.com slash freaks. Special shout out to our patrons for paying our hosting fees and filling our hearts with love. And thank you in particular for listening. Au revoir!